Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hi, Ash. Hi, Mel. What's going on? Welcome to episode three, guys. Yeah, God, it's all happening. It's all happening. Literally, it is all happening because there's a party upstairs and we're hoping you can't hear it. Yes. So if the audio is a little low rent, it's from my lovely upstairs neighbors celebrating the fact that it's Saturday or (laughs) a day ending in the word day. A a day. I think it adds a bit of like a little bit of a vibe to the proceedings. If anything, I think it's just improving things here. Sounds like we're at a party. It sounds like we're at a party and just doing this in a side room. What has been happening with you oh, this week? Well, 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 well. So I think last week I was telling you guys that I had been ghosted or faded out. Well, probably ghosted, I would say, because you can't really be faded out on after one day. Yeah. Yeah. And that has sort of done a little bit of a 180 and he came back from the dead. Which never happens. He's back. But he didn't really... I mean, I guess he wasn't dead in that case. But this is this is the exception to the rule, mm-hmm. obviously. And the rule, he could also not be the exception to the rule and it will go to shit again. But at this point, um, yeah, basically after a full week, a full entire week, whole week, can't get over the fact that it was an entire week, he I get replied. this text that was just like, hey, sorry that I've been mm. not around at all (laughs) and i was sort of like oh okay like i mean it's a bit fucking weird that you disappeared for a week but like also i barely know you so i'll give you another chance because i'm not that invested yet and you know when you're not that invested yet so you're sort of like "Mm, okay yeah it's not like giving your cheating ex another chance that's more of a serious conversation yeah exactly yes so uh yeah so we're going out tomorrow night which yes. is not tomorrow night whenever this goes up by the time this goes up it's either gone up in flames or it's full speed ahead and you will find out it'll just be delayed or if you are in the facebook group which is jeans and a nice top podcast on facebook come, just give it a search come on come all yeah i've been spilling the tea in there there's been tea it's been hot it has and been people, hot. it has been the pylon was real though <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, there has been some some heated debate in there. Yeah, it's been a bit like, um, you know, you know, when you just like tough love, which is I think such a good thing. But then when it's like tough love times fifty, it's a little bit like okay, now I might need to go and have a bit of a cry on my bed for five minutes and return. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, that's me. What about you? Well, How's darling, clatch. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> I actually had a bit of a strange experience this week on oh, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So I uh, was going to, to meet a couple of two mates at the pub for for lunch. Yeah. And we were sitting out in the beer garden, you know, having a, a merry old time and in waltz this group of guys. I instantly recognize one. Oh, no. As someone I had a bit of a situation you with. Always, this I, always happens to Ash. I cannot tell you how... I will see someone I've been on a date with, even if I just nick up to Woolies to get the milk. I will see someone. I just don't know what it is about me. But saw this guy. We were seeing each other for a few weeks that kind of like picking me up from work to go to dinner and like going for swims before work and going for dinners and stuff like I would say that's more pretty, than... That's pretty serious. Yeah, like, it's not serious, but, but it's like, it's not nothing. For a few weeks. And then I remember him telling me that he had just moved from Melbourne and he had split up with like a, a long-term ex there. And then... <laughs> 
how I got to the bottom of that story. One day scrolling Facebook on high end, which yeah. is for those listeners who don't know, a Facebook group where women <laughs> sell their, mm-hmm. you know, YSL bags and Dior shoes. There is a woman in a wedding dress selling her Vera Wang wedding dress. Stop. And there he is in the pictures. Stop <laughs> it. What do you want? <laughs> do you mean? No, nothing makes me happier than on high end, like the ultimate revenge of like posting the literal wedding photo of your like now deteriorated marriage and being like, fuck this dude. And it was like the professional shots too. I was like, fuck me. So anyway, anyway, and then I was was (laughs) obviously after that, I was like, wow, this, this is a host of issues. And then he ended up just ghosting me. So I, of mm-hmm. course, sending my classic detective message. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, haha, yeah, just busy. I'm like, doing what? Like, mm-hmm. anyway, I left it. I'd never heard from him, hard nor hair, or mm-hmm. seen him in like two yeah. years. And then and he walks that pub, sits on the oh table in front of us. No. And so he's facing. No. Yes. I know. And one of his friends was there who I had met yeah. as well. On one of our dates, he'd come along something, met us for a drink. And so I was not only ignoring two people, uh, one person who knew who I was, I was ignoring two. Oh my so God. I just awkward the whole time. Like, Did you tell Clutch? Were you with Clutch? No, I was oh. with two mates. Okay. So, Did you tell um, them? Clutch was at home playing video games. <laughs> um, yeah, I told them. I was like, fuck, that's married guy. Because I always have different names for everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't we all? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, that's married. <laughs> This married guy. Of course, <laughs> listeners, I did not know he was married until high end gate by that time. Yep. He was already ghosting me harder than yep. anything. So I just, I ignored him. I t- didn't even give him a smile, nod. Normally, I would say, g'day, and keep walking. Like, yeah. if I'm down the street getting a coffee and I see someone like that I've been on a date with, I'm like, hey, mate, and then just keep walking. Yeah. But this was too awkward because we're on the same table and like, I mean, like different tables and. No, nah. I don't think in that situation you ever need to say you hi. You don't need you to say hi. Yeah. yeah. So I completely was just like ignored his existence. I literally hate everything about everything that you just told me. <laughs> I feel it viscerally. The sitting at the table. Yeah. There's nothing I'm, worse. We still had like a solid like hour and a half of this lunch catch up to go like i was yeah you cannot get out of it and also it's so awkward if you're not gonna say hi and then also like get up and move tables oh fuck no you have to just like sit through it oh that's then your burden to carry for the rest of lunch there's there's something about me that i even like i don't know this is something about me i'm renowned yeah so ash to fill you guys in anyone that doesn't know her that's listening i swear to god every week Ash runs into somebody that she dated. And it's not like, like, that's not like Ash has dated the entirety of like Sydney. It's literally just that she's a magnet for people that she once went out with. What, oh, what was the one? The, the races one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went out to this extremely uh, far remote camel races called yeah. Carathal Races. <laughs> and I went with a mate I'd met in Sydney. Anyway, her family had a property out there. So we flew out there and it's literally in the middle of New South Wales. Yeah. Like we had to get a tiny little Rex jet. This is the outback. It's this is the outback. proper outback. It's like camels racing on like actual red dirt. Turn around. Who do I see? <laughs> a guy who had been on a date with. <laughs> I know. It's, like, it's not normal. <laughs> what are 
are you doing here? And dude, I went on a date with it. It was just like one of those, like we had dinner and got super drunk or whatever. But I was like, mate, how did I see someone at the Carathol Camel races? Obviously, you know, with these misses who must be, you know, met in Sydney and, and from out there. But yes, I have a gift. Yeah. It's the, gift. The, the gift, the the awkward gift. Yep, I have a gift. Who's <laughs> your burden? <laughs> you but, must carry it. Yeah, messages. If you guys have that gift too. Yeah, someone else out there surely does. Surely. Now, this week, yes. what are we talking about? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it was my turn to pick a topic and I did. And the topic is literally, well, I called it something along the lines of when you break up with someone, just pretend they're dead. And I'm going to explain that. And it is connected mm. to Ash. Don't kill anyone. <laughs> Don't actually this kill anyone. This isn't about murder. This isn't about murder. Do not murder anyone. But basically... I <laughs> pretend they <laughs> But, well, because you know when you break up when... Like, and when I say when you break up with someone, I don't mean you break up with them. I mean the it's relationship over. ends yeah. or the whatever it was ends, right? Um, when that happens, you know how you're just like, I wish that person would just be flung into the sun... And I could just live my life and they don't ever have any more life beyond what we had. And that's the end Absolutely. of it all. Yeah. It's like every ex, I want them to disappear off this planet and to never live. Like I never want them to meet anyone else. No. Even if I don't want them anymore in my life, I never want you to meet anyone mm-hmm. else. I, I don't. wish you a life of single and unhappiness. <laughs> of, of being single and unhappy, sitting in a room that is bare walls and dirty carpet and you just sit there like a little, little tiny ex-boyfriend prison. Oh, yeah. You know? And then we could put the prisons together and make it a whole hotel. Yeah. We mm. could just, well, we could just get a country and we could just move everyone out of that country into other countries, right? And then we could just turn that into sort of ex boyfriend prison. And this seems very bad. This seems like we're going down some sort of route, like some sort of old timey, like bad. Yes. It feels yeah. very colonialist. Something's wrong here and okay. I don't know what it is. Well, but the point, being, yes. the point, the point being, being, I just want them to go away. Yeah. And I don't want them to, I don't, it's like I, I don't want to get any more information from them. And yet, in a re- very real way, I want all the information about your life. I want to know what you ate that morning. I want to know where you went. I want to know if you changed jobs. I want to know if you have new friends. I want every uh, every bit of information that I could possibly gather about an ex. I want it. I want it. Give it to me, right? It's fucking insane. <laughs> you and love, you know this. You love, you love it. I love it. And I especially love it if they dumped me. Yeah. When I dump them, I'm usually a little bit more like hands off about it. And I'm kind of just deal with my pain and... Yeah. let them deal with theirs and not I don't want to know everything about their life because I guess because I made the decision but when it's not in out of my control I am like give it to me why do you think that is is it a closure thing no it's because I still just want them back so I'm trying to figure out a way to get them back ah so it's you strategizing <laughs> so you're looking Hands for like you googled how to get x back and you go onto one of those creepy sites that's like pay fifty dollars for the tips from this person and you hovered over the button and then you're like hovered hey pal if I sell four sports girl tops on ebay then perhaps I could get the tips <laughs> from doctor doctor insert Bob, american person Bob here goldstein md <laughs> doctor of what yeah doctor of love <laughs> doctor of love i think there's literally one called doctor love possibly on there it, i mean it would be remiss if there mm. wasn't yeah you gotta milk that last name i know so anyway the story goes that when i changed my mind about fishing for information on exes and people that i've dated mm. was that 
the ex that I told you guys about where Ash has a friend who is friends with this guy in like his periphery friendship group, he dumped me. And that was probably one of my hardest breakups I've ever gone through because I think it just came out of nowhere for me and I really liked him. Mm. So it was kind of like we were only dating for like three months, but I think I just, I don't know, I hadn't met anyone that I'd really liked that much in a, in a long time. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, everything's like roses, everything's great. And then bam, you know, so fair enough. Big and time. you know, it's been a long time. All, what's the word? Under the sea? Water under the bridge. Water under the bridge. <laughs> I'd like to say that was not that was also not my cliche. Yeah, and we're like sort of friends and whatever and everything's cool, but at the time I was devastated and I sort of I don't even remember where I got the tiny tidbit of information that he was possibly seeing someone. But I, I, I just got like I think I had information before I spoke to you about it. I had some form of information about this person. Oh, and then you sort of came to me with it. I came to you yeah. with like, let's give him a fake name. What do we call him? Uh, Magnus. <laughs> I think like, they need to be really fake. What if I give them a realish name and then they're like, then some other guy that I dated called Sam is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Sam, if you're listening, and then you're like, love Sam, you, Sam, do you know anything about our past? Because obviously that's not you. <laughs> so, Magnus, so Magnus. Magnus. So I'm like, Magnus, I, I've heard that Magnus is like, I've got this like fear or something that Magnus is hooking up with someone. I don't even remember the, the nuts and bolts of this. Neither. But the point being is that I came to Ash and I think I had some of the info already. And then Ash literally goes to me, it's Jessica. And I go, whoa, what? And it was the girl that I was worried about was called Jessica, but Ash didn't know Jessica. So I was like, how has she just like suddenly gotten this information? I had no context because I didn't know that at the time she knew anyone. I think was that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't realize we had a mutual friend. Yeah. And so then when I dropped that and then – It I was like, are you a psychic? <laughs> there's also something to be said that, you know, when you accidentally – let a cat out of a bag that you didn't know was a cat that was yes. even in a bag and you say something and the person's like what and you're like oh you're what? like oh no and you yeah yeah and they, yeah. they get really upset and you're like what's wrong and you you didn't realize it's not like you said fuck I hate that new haircut of yours like you didn't say that so yeah. why are they upset yes and so yeah so the context of this is that Ash didn't know that I even gave a shit at this point about no. any of this and Ash didn't know that that name meant anything and why it meant something was because I'd met this girl Jessica because she was I'd met her while I was seeing this guy and she was like a really rude and kind of nasty to me and like not a not a vibe like there was a real yeah. like I wouldn't say nasty I would just say sort of that weird kind of when chicks are weird with chicks yeah that you know? energy is a, such a specific energy that we've all felt yes. when you're like you don't like me you're yes. freezing me out yeah like I can t I could tell I she didn't tell. like me and then she would say she said a few weird things about my relationship with Magnus where she was like oh yeah I heard that you were like kind of like hanging out a bit and it was like oh what yeah, well, I'm staying there four nights a week, Dal, so. And, like, who even says that? So I was like, okay, whatever. And so at the time I was like, okay, whatever, this girl's a bit off, but that's fine. Um, and so when I heard it was her, it was like it made it even worse because in my head mm. this was now my arch nemesis. I mean, like, it sounds so dumb and girl, Haiti, but you, you know when someone's just mean to you for no reason and then you're sort of like, you are the last person that I would want hooking up with my ex who I'm still obsessed with and broken hearted over. Like it's, yes. it's not like 
it's not like I he started hanging out with a girl that is totally lovely and I had a I thought was a lovely person and then suddenly I'm like what a bitch you know because I'm not really into that yeah. vibe because you know you girls can't, support girls yeah yeah but this was particularly a special situation anyway so the whole thing goes is that all the information that you had was that they'd hooked up all the information I had was that they used to hook up and from that little those tiny little bits of information that I'd gathered from friends of friends who reluctantly told me and Mel fucking presses a person like yes and I'll just give her whatever she like (laughs) if you're asking I'll give it but I mean yeah I have a don't ask don't tell policy Mel has more of a like yeah tell me if you're a good friend, you'll tell me policy. Or I'll stab you in the arm. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm just like, oh, dude, don't tell me shit. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> so I literally, that's all I had to go off. Mm. And from that, I spun in my head this nightmare fantasy, fantasy nightmare, I guess, mm. of like them falling in love and that he just moved on so quickly and he was just obsessed with her and she was like prettier than me and like more successful than me and like cooler than me and oh and like you know I'm so shit I'm this I'm that like I, I just destroyed myself with this these tiny bits of information and look I went through therapy for this like I was I was seeing a psychologist anyway but I was like for like probably six months this was the focus was this fantasy relationship mm. thing and the pain that that had caused me from finding that out. And so then flash forward to the boyfriend after that, who yeah. we'll call Donald. Man. <laughs> He's a shitty name. So, yes, Donald. I'll never, I'll never remember that I'll never remember that name. Okay, Donald. 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 I'm trying to get a handle on who Donald was now. Ash <laughs> is like, who are you talking about? Who are these people? So Donald, I was seeing for probably around the same amount of time and – he had an ex that was sort of still like there was still a bit of baggage there that they were dealing with um and went so when we broke up he also broke up with me i was like i bet he's going to get back with his ex i bet he's gonna get back with his ex but i'd learned my lesson oh yeah from six months of paying for psychologists and also from my shit experience to not find out and so i like removed him from my facebook friends removed him from instagram um and then just every time I wanted to go down the Googling train or like try and suss some information, I just stopped myself. And I think the reason I stopped myself is because I went through that horrible experience last time. Mm. So that whole long, extremely long convoluted story is to say that the best lesson I think I've learned in dating and relationships is when you get dumped do not try and find any information out. You don't need to know. You are better off having no information about that guy or girl or whoever it is that you're better off not having any information about them, like at least till you're healed from the pain of the breakup. And I think it never brings you the closure you so desperately seek. So, um, you know, say tomorrow put up if they'd put up a photo with a new partner, you would literally be just as upset it's not you're not going to be like well i was right case closed i'm a genius oh my gut was right the whole time anyway i'm over it like you still you're the only person that you're hurting is you meanwhile the other person is out there at the pub they're having a great time they're just like that also kills you that you're wasting your time at home ruminating on what was when they're out there doing the living so it is hard but i think every time i get into those spirals of 
looking up exes and looking at them, I'm like, okay, what do you think they're doing right now? It's not this. Yeah. They're not at home doing this, looking at your shit. So yeah. why are you looking at theirs? Yeah, that's such a hard, that's such a hard truth though, isn't it? But I, that's what I mean, like that photo example, right? Like, what did you get out of that at the end of the day? Like, I often think I've, I worked out that the reason I want info is because I want to protect myself from mm. getting it sprung on me. So, like, if if an ex of mine got a new girlfriend or got engaged or something, yep. I want to find out in the privacy of my own so home you can process. where I can be vulnerable just with myself yep. and I can be upset and process it, exactly mm. process it. And then if someone else told me, I can put on like a nice cover of like, oh, that's interesting. I am completely unaffected by this. Yeah, I think it's a good, like my big, big ex from, you know, five years ago when he got a new, um, you know, girlfriend, six, you know, 12 months, whatever it was afterwards, he rang me and he was like, hey, Ash, um, I just want you to hear it from me. Like I'm dating someone. Uh, yeah, I didn't want you to hear it like in sort of snarky gossip from from someone. So yeah, yeah here it is. Uh, you know, I'm going to jump off this call. I hope you're well. Um, yeah. Mm. Bye. And that I just had so much respect for him for that because yeah. then when people did start saying like, have you talking to so-and-so lately? Yeah, you know he's seeing someone I'm like yeah no no I did he he gave me a call it just mm. gave me the power of being like I know we're st- like still healthy communication so you didn't get this one doll yeah I know you really wanted to have some fun with it but bow, bow, yeah. I've already processed it yeah yeah and I think that's so like mature as well that's like really impressive I think because mm. it's it's a really awkward thing to have to call an ex and tell them information that and you know what would have been going through his head is like does she even give a shit like maybe totally. maybe this is awkward that I'm even telling her but it's so nice that he did that yeah. because I think that's re- yeah it's really respectful to you to just and it did let me I guess armor up a little bit yeah and, you know it, it is the the year of me trying to be more vulnerable in 2020 but mm. you know four or five years ago was not the case i was still tough as nails and yeah. never let anyone see sweat so it it sort of added to my armor when i'd go yeah. out into the world and people would say it to me i'd be like yeah yeah i know yeah you're like i've already got that sorted yeah i've got that sorted but that vulnerability thing is interesting because one of the things that my psych talked to me about mm with the information sourcing was she was like, you are doing this because you don't want to be vulnerable in front of other people and you want to put a wall up. And she's like, what you need to learn is that you, that vulnerability is not a bad thing. It's okay to react. It's okay to have an emotional response to something. And that was like, and I was reading a lot of Brene Brown at the time. Oh yeah, well, love Brene, huge, Queen Brene. This is huge Brene energy. This <laughs> I like, I like went through all the books. Power vulnerability. What's up? Yeah, it's um, good. And I really, yeah, it really like resonated with me. And then I think it's really tough though to just go. I don't know anything about what's happening in their life. And at any point, somebody could just say something to me in passing, be like, oh, you know, Magnus is – because I still have a lot of Magnus's friends. Like, I've yeah. got, we've got a lot of mutual friends. And they kind of know now, like, the, the, particularly the people that I'm quite close to. Yeah. Like, they went through that whole situation with Jessica with me, kind mm. of. And they just almost know now not to bring anything up specifically because I don't want to know anymore and then it's like but at any point they could and it's happened before like they've said little things in passing not thinking and you've hooked onto that and been like when I get home I just feel that stab you know that that little gut drop where you just feel 
yucky because you didn't know at first and you and it's that feeling of like they can probably see on my face that I'm upset I hate the feeling of someone seeing it on my yeah. face you know and I'm work I am also 2020 vulnerability yeah. I'm also working on What's just being that? okay with that yeah and true it's I think totally acceptable now to be like oh, oh sorry I'm just just a bit rattled like that sort of shook yeah. my cage a bit um I might maybe just going to head out, but I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Yeah. Just you don't have to sort of sit there because then you'll sit there, probably have five times the amount of drinks you were going to have and just, I don't know, no good comes of like when you're holding in emotion and you're sad because putting on that brave front's exhausting. We only have a finite amount of energy, especially to expend in a pandemic. So why waste it (laughs) sitting there being like, this is fine. (laughs) Fine. I love that you just told me that someone has a new boyfriend. But yes, I think, you know, our advice is don't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Don't look them up. Out of sight truly is out of mind by and large. I mean, with obvious exceptions, but out of sight out of mind yeah and do it like it's an experiment like i know that everyone does it like i'm not saying kick yourself every time you look them up but just try and do like even if you just start with like for this whole week i am not looking them up i'm not doing it and every time you go to do it just be like no i'm not doing it just for one week and i think for me yeah like for me i had to have that rock bottom experience to never want to do it again really and I still sometimes do fuck up like every mm. now and then but I just it's almost like now I'm more scared to do it because I know what it feels like to actually get the information that you didn't want to get and then deal with it and also how your mind will run with it um but I think also yeah like even if you give yourself like a like just one week where you don't do it and then see how you feel because I can almost guarantee you are going to feel so much more free and so much happier than when you are like a slave to just like googling shit about your ex especially if you're like me (laughs) and then if you've got any uh, you know friends or family in your life that are have a look around you next breakup and see who is enabling that behavior Mm. because you know, oftentimes we can, us girls can get around, you know, a little cheese plate and yeah. three bottles of Natty and then it's, oh, I'll look him up <laughs> on my phone. I, I've, I'll look him up on my phone. Yeah. And, I'll use you his know, fake account. Yeah, Don't use, get a yeah. fa- if you have a fake account, you delete that right yeah, now. Like, That's oh, a command. I'll, I'll use the burner account. Yeah. It's like, okay, everyone get back to the Mercy Valley. Get back to the fears because these phones, <laughs> this is not a fun activity. Yeah, why is that fun? I mean, I'd literally rather sit around ordering Tupperware together than break <laughs> a mate's heart while she has to act brave while we all look her ex up on the phone yeah. if he's blocked her. Nah, not cool behavior. Mm-mm. Super high school. If people around you are enabling you and drip feeding you information, mm-hmm. you need to cut it at the knees and say, Hey, I really, I think I'm pretty sure you're coming from a good place yes, yeah. when you tell me this information and I really appreciate your friendship or, um, you know, insert family member mm. here, love. But I just, it, it's not really good for me to know that info. I'm right. So, um, yeah, pl- please just, I'm cool to not talk about them again. Yeah. Cut it at the knees. Just be friendly, firm, get it done. And they'll probably be like, oh, shit. Because I think a lot of people think that they are just like being supportive. Mm. By doing that like i think that they just think it's kind of like a bonding thing let's all look him up whatever let's all look her up and but when you know it's one of those things we just don't talk about and then it it actually doesn't feel good and it's not helpful no and then when they leave and you're left to clean up said cheese board and you get into bed you just 
I can guarantee you feel bleh, yeah. yuck. And it's not because you had cheese for dinner. It's because you were all looking at your ex on someone else's phone. Mm. Or you've sat there at a family dinner while your mum raved on about your, you know, high, oh high school ex's yeah. fiancé and how she's a smart doctor or whatever. Like, yeah. That's not going to feel good. Yeah. There's something to be said about speaking up mm. and, and just addressing it and going nicely and just being like, hey, like, I'm not really comfortable with this conversation. And people are really receptive to that. Like, I've done that a few times where I'm like, hey, like, just don't let me know anything about them. Yeah. And there's people, like, if they're really your good friend, they're so supportive of that. And, like, that person that used to tell me stuff just has never told me stuff again, you know? Totally. I think it's just a communication thing. People don't really know what you want and it, and because you sometimes you think you want it so it's like at one point you were like yeah let's google him and yeah. then now you're like actually that was a horrible decision i never want to do that again and i feel shitty about it mm. yeah so i think you know check your behavior but check the behavior of friends and family yeah and i think also with the whole like avoiding them thing i I think it was Zoe Foster Blake. I read her breakup boss when mm. I broke up with Magnus, actually. It was like the app version. Oh, yeah. And the main the main takeaway for me was that she has like a really firm policy around like, I think it's like three months that you're not allowed to contact them. But in general, I just think even um like one full month from the point when you break up to the any sort of let's catch up and dissect what happened like you know long-term relationships you know like the proper like big long ones where you need to kind of have a bit of a dissection chat or if there's assets or you guys like live together and you need to sort out the dog or the bills or whatever Yeah. yeah like just having a chunk of time where there's no contact at all mm. and you block their number and you block all their shit so they can't contact you, you do not contact them. Like if you're going to block them and stuff, maybe tell them if it's a long time ex. Yeah. Just like, yeah. no, I'm just going to like disappear yeah. for a bit. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's so helpful. I just yeah. think them being in your mind via all these little bits of information you pick up, all these like little texts to get information off them from – God knows what yeah. is so unhealthy and so unhelpful to you moving on. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. By and large. Yeah. I just keep saying that. <laughs> I mean, well, that's kind of the summer summarizes this long winded conversation. Yes. That's really what it means. It does. But we have loved hearing your stories. Yes. Hitting the inbox. It has been so nice to connect with you guys and hear about the trials and tribulations we all face in yes. dating. Yeah, so yeah, definitely email us. It's jeans and a nice top dot podcast at gmail.com. Extremely annoying email. <laughs> Who had the other one? We don't know. I know. Why did we need a full stop? We don't know. And then um, you can go on Instagram, which is jeans and a nice top pod. Uh, if you look it up, you can DM us there, your stories, or you can go on the Facebook page if you want heaps of advice from other lovely people because there's quite a few people in there. Yeah. We're all dishing out solicited advice. Totally. It's, it's unprofessional. We. Might note right now, we are not professionals. Oh, we are not therapists. We are we're just not professionals. But shit. hey, we hope that uh, it feels a little bit less lonely when you listen to this. Yeah. Uh, until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.